Haunted Lantern presents... The Starport Inn. Episode 10. Sorry about that. Uh, say again? Over? Section B-12 is clear, Agent. There's been no sign of anything out here all day, and it's getting dark enough that I don't think I'll be able to tell if I see much else. Over? I don't mean to sound like I blame you, but... Really? There's nothing? Nothing at all. Over? Not a thing, Agent. I mean, there aren't any tracks for wild animals I would expect in this area, so that is a little odd. But nothing we can do much about. It's been pretty quiet otherwise. I feel like if something were going to be out here, we would have found it by now. Over. Fine. Bring it in, and we'll debrief at the station. Thanks for the help. I know searching for this thing feels like a wild goose chase, but I... No, something is out there. Over. No trouble, Agent. We want to find these kids as much as anyone else here, and Sheriff Taylor has always said more investigation is better than less, so I understand. We'll get back in the Jeep and head back to the main station. Over. Actually, Agent, I think, I think we have some, but to be fair, I don't really know what we have. Over? Elaborate. Over. I don't really know what we're saying, Agent, but we're, we're heading out to the main road. I think this section has gotten darker. It's getting pretty dark out here, considering, but this feels different. Maybe it's our headlights failing because they're clearly not cutting it. Whatever this is. But we serve these cruisers pretty often, and they were fine during the last inspection. We should be fine to get back, as Ted can still see the road, but I'll keep you posted if that changes. Over. I think we can see fine to get out of here, but something about this isn't right. Uh, Agent Swamp gets dark. It's not like this. I can't tell you what's happening or why, but something about this just doesn't. Officer Waters? Officer Berkeley? Can you hear me? All units, this is Agent Weaver. This is a 1033. I need all officers in the area of Old Starport to report to 34 degrees north, negative 77 degrees west immediately. I believe an officer on duty has been involved in a vehicular accident and needs immediate medical attention. Please respond. Over. 10-4, Agent. 10-60. One minute. Over. 10-4. I'll see you there shortly. Over. Get your shit, Agent. We're going. 
No need to order me around, Sheriff. I want to get there just as much as you do. Do we need to take my car, though? I thought the doctor told you to stay out of the driver's seat. I don't know what you did with my officer, Agent Weaver, but I respond to all officer emergencies, regardless of whether or not I'm driving. I didn't do anything to your officer, Sheriff, and I wouldn't backsass the driver. I can leave you behind. As far as I can tell, Officer Berkeley hit the curb too hard and the Jeep flipped over. They're both, uh, over there. I heard it happen. I was on the radio with Waters. They'd been out looking for something for me. And they were leaving the scene when something happened. He had complained that the area had gotten darker, like their headlights weren't working, and, and he said they'd gone out completely right before it happened. That would explain things. It seems like, as far as we can tell, Berkeley hit the curb blind, trying to turn too hard to flip the cruiser. I don't know why they're so far away, but I imagine the impact threw them. Anyone investigate the Jeep yet? See exactly why they're not in it right now? Not yet. We arrived just before you did, and the others are focused on closing off the perimeter. The coroner should be here shortly to treat the bodies, and... Otherwise, we haven't touched anything. Only thing I did was take the key out of the ignition so the jeep didn't keep running. Just in case there's a leak I can't smell. Right. Let me know when the coroner gets here. Weaver and I are going to check the jeep. Keys? You know this don't look good, that you were the last one to talk to them, right? Especially because they were out here looking for the bear or whatever it is you think is eating children. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt here, but other officers would think this was some kind of setup. You can't be blaming me for an accident, Sheriff. I know you're not happy with me, but you can't start throwing around that kind of accusation. Not without substantial proof. Blaming me for this sounds just as harebrained as I know I sound. Then why the hell are my officers halfway across the crime scene after a wreck like this? A truck flipping over isn't exactly known for throwing its occupants out the front window. I don't know much science, but I know when shit doesn't make sense. Look, I know you haven't, like, put nails in their tires or some shit, but if they're rushing to get away from your goose chase out here and they didn't get a chance to buckle up because of it... Sheriff, I was on the radio with these men when it happened. They weren't rushing. And I swear I heard Water's seatbelt click. It likely just failed in some capacity. That isn't on me, and you know it. Either way, we can't keep arguing about this, Sheriff. I'm willing to be a professional here, but you have to meet me halfway. Let's just look everything over and see what we can find. The evidence will tell us more about who's to blame. Fine. But we keep our trucks and shit in perfect condition, Agent. Nothing's gonna just fail. Not on my watch, at any rate. 
The car in question is currently on its side in a way that says it rolled over the top before coming to a full stop. Victims are several yards away, which does not necessarily match the trajectory of the car's roll and claim a substantial change in lighting before the crash. Primary investigation will be centered around the seatbelt and the headlamp's functionality, as well as determining how they managed to be thrown where they were. We need to get this car upright. Chet, he sent a few people over here. We need to get this Jeep righted. No sign of gas leakage where it was lying, so it's probably safe to turn on tire tracks under the Jeep and to the road indicate that it rolled sideways from the road to here. Sheriff, are there tire tracks in the road up there? Yeah, though... Huh. They seem to stop dead right here, and then it rolled. You think something stopped the car and then rolled it? Only way these tracks make sense. It explains why Waters and Berkeley are over there, and the Jeep is here. If the car suddenly stopped up there and then rolled, it would have launched them forward first, so that makes sense. We'll need to triple-check the safeties, considering. Sheriff, can you come down here and hold the flashlight? One of us is going to have to get in the car and see if we can start it to check the headlights. And I would rather not be responsible for you getting injured if I was wrong about the gas leakage. Headlights working fine, not even dim. Could probably use a cleaning, but nothing bad enough to affect the driving. You sure he said it was getting dark because the lights and not because it was sunset? I can show you my recording where he said that, yes. He mentioned that it seemed they were getting dimmer, but he agreed with you that you service these pretty often and that the headlamps failing was odd. He then said that they went off entirely before they crashed, but... It looks like they're fine and functional. We might want to take the Jeep to a mechanic, because the only thing I could think is that there might be some kind of electrical failure where perfect conditions mean the lamps didn't work in a way we can't repeat. That, or something external cut off the lights. Considering it looks like something external also stopped the Jeep, that's honestly more likely. But what becomes the question? Maybe your mystery creature did show up. Either way, we'll need to take it to Seaside Mechanics for repairs. They check every cruiser after an accident, so they're always running safe, and we can ask for a diagnostic first to be sure. I'd love to see those reports when they're done. If you can make sure they copy the file for me. Okay, now that we know the headlamps are fine, let's see if the... Sheriff, I think I found the seatbelt problem at least. It looks like the buckle disconnected from the body of the seat. The webbing that keeps it in place has been torn straight across. This is an older Jeep, Sheriff, that might explain the failure. I know webbing can deteriorate as it stretches and shrinks. All our cruisers are about the same age, give or take a few, and they ain't that old. Don't get many accidents bad enough to total the whole thing, so we just make repairs on what's wrong when stuff happens. 
don't really have the funds to replace them otherwise. I think this Jeep's only eight, ten years old? Sheriff, that's old. Well, I mean, the Jeep itself is that old, but most of the parts ain't more than a couple years old because we replace them often. Ain't that some kind of logic puzzle thing? The whole thing, if it be in the same Jeep, if all the parts are different? The easiest is ship, yeah. Either way, if the webbing is old, I can see it failing, but if you just replaced it recently, it looks like it's just a case of bad luck. Having to tear at the worst time, I guess, or maybe the stress of the stop was just too much for it to handle. Weaver, check the glove compartment for me, will you? Uh, sure. Am I looking for anything particular? One of those rabbit's foot keychains, like you get in those bubble machines, or a nearly empty pack of Lucky Strikes. Just trust me and give it a look. Most of the guys keep their personal stuff in the glove compartment, so if either is in the Jeep at all, it'll be there. I see the manual, registration paperwork for the last inspection, which came back clean. Some napkins, a few spare straws. But no personal items at all, Sheriff. Uh, why? That explains the seat belt. Didn't have their lucky items on them. You're not willing to believe me when I said I heard him put his seatbelt on, but you're willing to believe it after you see they don't have a lucky rabbit's foot in the car? Sheriff, are you okay? I'm Fine, Agent. You just said it was bad luck, right? Well, they ain't got a good luck, so it makes sense. Usually my guys aren't that careless, so I didn't think it was possible till you checked. Sheriff. It's Mr. Lanford. Hello? Uh, hi, Agent Weaver. This is Mark Lanford. Uh, I got a bit of a problem over here. If you got time to come look, I know you're probably real busy, so if you don't got the time, it ain't that important. Mark, this is Sheriff Taylor. What seems to be the problem? Evening, Sheriff. It's, uh, well, you ain't gonna believe this, but the lighthouse has turned itself off. The bulb's fine. I just checked, and it's got power. But it ain't shining, and I'm not sure what to do about it. I don't think we got anyone coming in this evening that needs it, but, you know... It ain't real good to have it off for very long and all, just in case. You said the lamp's off? Give us a sec, Mark. We're out in the swamp right now, but I think we can find some high ground to at least get a look from a distance, see if we can see what you're talking about. I'll call you back when we know more, Mr. Lanford. Let me know if anything else changes, all right? We'll send an officer over there in a second to get a better idea of what's really going on. Of course. Thanks, Agent Weaver. Sheriff, are you sure we can even see the lighthouse from this deep in the swamp? And I don't mean to be rude, but what will seeing it do? Honestly, Agent, I just don't know if I believe it till I see it with my own eyes. That lighthouse was built to last, so if he says it's out, I trust him, but I gotta put my eyes on myself. Besides, the swamp's got some natural high places that look out in the town, so if we just get up here, we'll be able to see what's up. Should be right there in the distance. Lighthouses are supposed to be able to be seen from a long way away and also, huh, nothing. Yeah, the fact that I can't see it from here proves the point, I think. Do we want to send an officer over now that we've seen it? 
It might be a wiring failure, but I'm starting to get a weird feeling. You mean about the fact that we have headlights going out and then a lighthouse going out, one right after the other? Yeah, that exactly. It feels like a pattern more than just a series of odd coincidences. Yeah, fair enough. I'll see who we can send out to get a better idea what's going on. Check, can you send an officer out to the lighthouse? The light's gone off and we need someone to see if it's just the wiring over. 10-4, will do. Uh, Sheriff Taylor, Agent Weaver, Chet, you copy? Over. What's up, Roy? Over. Uh, Hunter was supposed to check in with me about 20 minutes ago, but he ain't radioed in yet. Over. What is he doing that needs to check in? Over. Give us a second, Roy. Over. He leads the Turtle Scouts sometimes. They usually have a retreat plan during the middle of the quarter for the Scouts who got A-plus report cards. They're supposed to go out camping tonight. He's supposed to check in every couple hours since it's just him and a couple kids out there with minimal supplies. Make sure he got all he needs and all that. Make sure the parents are happy we're on, you know, that kind of deal. Roy, did he get his last check-in over? Yes, sir, he checked in fine. Got worried because the weather says it might get nasty, and he said to keep him updated when he checked in. But he hasn't checked in, and I can't reach him on the radio right now. Over. All right, Roy, we'll go see what he's up to, over. Hunter's usually pretty good about check-ins, especially with kids. Might be late sometimes, but he never misses them. This ain't like him. Do you think it has something to do with the crash or the lighthouse? I think we're stupid if we didn't go find out. Chet's got the crash cleanup, I think. I ain't sure what else to do about the lighthouse anyway other than what we've done. (sighs) Lead the way, Agent. You're still driving. The Starport Inn, written and produced by J.D. Dennis and K.D. Lalonde, with music by Liam P. Vaughn. Find us at linktree slash thestarportin, or email us at thestarportin at gmail.com. This has been a Haunted Lantern production. Thanks for listening.